No, this is not clickbait. And yes, I did fly from Minneapolis all the way to Bangkok, Thailand for the cost of a couple Chipotle burritos. In this video, I'm going to break down exactly how I did it and give you a five-step framework that you can use in order to secure this kind of like almost free travel for the, the rest of your life, honestly. And if you stick around until the end, I'm going to show you some of the best places to scope out these opportunities and these deals so that you can always find them and really go wherever you want to go for the rest of your life. Sound cool? Let's dive in. So I graduated from college about a year ago and I knew that when I graduated, I wasn't looking to get a job. I'd been running my own businesses all throughout college and really had no desire whatsoever to go work for somebody else. So when November rolled around and I was about a month away from graduation, I finally started thinking about where I wanted to live once I graduated. And what I realized was that I could really live anywhere. So I was running an online business at the time and it didn't require me to be in the US or really anywhere in particular. So I decided that Thailand would be as good a place as any. And within about a week, I had a plane ticket booked for right after graduation and it only sent me back about 20 bucks. So before leaving for Thailand, I actually went on a 10 day silent meditation retreat, which was super cool. I learned a ton from that. And if you wanna hear more about what that was like, check out the little guy up here. But back to this plane ticket, the trick was credit card points. Now, a lot of people have a negative connotation around credit cards, and that's for good reason. I think most people would do well to avoid the credit card rewards game entirely, okay? It's a very dangerous game. If you don't know the rules, if you don't know what you're doing, you can get into a big mess pretty quickly. But if you are willing to um, do a little bit of homework and to practice a decent amount of self-control, self-restraint, uh, there's a lot of potential upside here. And it's honestly not at all difficult to replicate what I did. So if you're still with me, we're going to dive in right now to my five-step process for finding this almost free travel and taking advantage of it. All right, so step one of the process is to have a decent credit score. Now, if you wanna take advantage of all the fun stuff that credit potentially has to offer, you need to have a decent credit score first. When I say decent, I'm talking about at least 700, okay? If you're not at that 700 mark or above, you're gonna to need to give your credit some TLC before you can really take advantage of this almost free travel that we're looking for here. Now, fortunately, it, it typically doesn't take that long to get your score up and above 700 provided you don't have any huge delinquencies or anything on your credit file but to go into that further i've got a video up here that you can check out that'll really walk you through how to start building up your credit score and get above that 700 mark now once you're above that 700 mark then you're going to have access to all of the different credit cards that are going to allow you to really capitalize on this almost free travel that we're all looking to do Step two is to pick your airline or don't. This step is a lot easier than step one. Frankly, all of the steps are a lot easier than step one. Once you get past that first hurdle of getting that credit score, it's all downhill from there, okay? So with picking your airline, what I tend to recommend is if you live in or near a hub for one of these big airlines, Delta, United, American, go for that airline because that's gonna give you the most options once you get these rewards. Uh, it's going to give you the most options for where you want to go, okay? Because I think options are better um, when it comes to traveling. So I like to have as many options as possible. So if you live in one of these hubs, probably go for that airline. If you don't live near a hub, I would still opt for one of the big players like Delta, American, United, because a big advantage that these guys have is that they're part of these global alliances, okay? And so we don't need to get all into that. But basically what that means is they've partnered with a lot of other 
airlines across the world so that you can use your Delta credits um, for Delta or for a whole number of other airlines across the world. So if you're trying to do international travel, you definitely want to go with one of these big players. It's part of a big alliance. You really never want to go for like a Spirit or a Frontier. I mean, uh, if, if you're trying to do international travel, it's not gonna it's not gonna happen. Plus, I mean, like we're we're splurging here, we're treating ourselves, so there's no need to settle for for the launch here in the sky in this in this situation. Personally, I chose United for this trip, and and the reasons for that are kind of above and beyond the scope of this video, but that's the airline that I chose to use, and that we're gonna dive through in the example. All right, so step three is finding your card. Okay, so once you have the airline scoped out that you want to use, the next step is to figure out which card you actually want because. Of all the three airlines that I mentioned, all of them are going to have multiple options for which card you actually want to get. But don't worry, it's not tough. It's not a tough decision. There's really only two criteria that you need to be thinking about when it comes to figuring out which card is going to be the right card once you have the airline already established. So the first criteria is your willingness to pay an annual fee. Now, I know when a lot of people hear the words annual fee, they're instantly checked out and they're like, nope, no thank you, I'm done. And I don't blame you. I am one of those people for everything except credit cards. I make an exception here, uh, but really nowhere else. Personally, I, I hate fees, okay? But in this case, if, if I'm paying a $95 annual fee, for example, and getting over $1,000 worth of free travel, like to me, that's a no-brainer, okay? I'm looking at like a 10X ROI here. That's a pretty decent investment by my standards. So in this case, I do tend to make an exception. However, if I find myself paying exorbitant annual fees and not really getting much in return, that's where I tend to draw the line. However, if you are a hard line, no, I'm never going to pay an annual fee. There are options for you as well. It's just important to note that with these no fee options, you're not going to get as much bang for your buck, so to speak. Okay, the, the rewards potentially you're going to get from these free options is just not as great as is with the paid options. I mean, it is what it is. You know, you can you can go the free route. It's just going to take you longer, basically, to accumulate the rewards that you need to do this travel, which is fine. But I mean, honestly, like the, the good the sweet spot for annual fees is like 90 to 100 bucks. So if you're willing to part with 90 to 100 bucks to get potentially $1,000 plus of free travel, which is kind of where I'm at, I mean, I'm not trying to spend, like, I don't have any cards that have like $500 annual fees or whatever at this point because they don't make sense for me. But if you're willing to go in like the 90 to $100 range, that's kind of the sweet spot for where you're going to find some really nice rewards. Criteria number two is your ability to meet the sign-up bonus. Now, this is potentially the most important part of this video. So if you're going to listen to something, like listen to this right now, okay? With all of these credit cards that we're looking at here, they're all going to have an offer that, that goes something along the lines of spend X thousand dollars in the first three months and get X thousand dollars of free miles, okay? This is where the free travel comes in. This is the important stuff. The goal here and what you need to look for is a card where you can meet that spending requirement, okay, without spending more money than you normally would have. So think about your normal spending that you do every month that could either be put on a debit or credit card, multiply that by three, and that is your threshold for how much you can look for in a sign-up bonus, okay? Because if you spend more money than you normally would have on this card, just to hit the bonus, and then you carry a balance, they win, okay? You're letting the credit card companies win when you do that. We don't want them to win, okay? We want you to win. So do not do that and make sure that the card that you get, you can hit the spending requirements without spending more than you normally would have. And again, 
If you spend more money than you normally would have on this card, just to get the sign-up bonus, then you're letting the credit card companies win, okay? If you carry a balance on this card, they are winning, you are losing. We do not want them to win. We want you to win. So please, please, please make sure that you're getting a card that you can hit the sign-up bonus with your normal course of spending. So for this trip, I chose the United Explorer card. And if you want to see a full breakdown and review of that card, uh, just click on the little pop-up up here, and that will take you over there. Now, this card met the two criteria for me because the annual fee clocked in at $95. And after doing the math, I saw that I could get potentially up to $1,000 in free travel from this card. I also didn't have to get too creative with meeting the sign-up bonus here uh, because it was within my general uh, range of spending. Now, there are a number of ways to hit these higher sign-up bonuses without needing to go into credit card debt and buy things that you weren't ordinarily buying. That's kind of above and beyond the scope of this video, but if that is something you're interested in, just comment sign-up bonuses down below, and I, I'll make a, a full video on that because there are a lot of cool ways to kind of hit these sign-up bonuses that, that a lot of people don't normally think of. So uh, sign-up bonuses down below if you want to see that. Step four is meeting the sign-up bonus, okay? So once you have the card selected, it meets the two criteria, now you got to actually meet the sign-up bonus, okay? So what you're going to want to do here is only use this card for the three months or until you hit the sign-up bonus, okay? So on Amazon, switch out your default card for this one, for your Netflix subscription, for your Spotify subscription, whatever kind of subscriptions you got. Like if you got to put everything on this card, like do that. Or if it's like not even a big deal for you and you spend way more money than this in a month anyway, then you don't probably have to worry about that. But put all your spending on this card until you hit that sign-up bonus. And then at that point, you can just stick the card in your sock drawer, forget about it, unless it's got other perks that you value. But at that point, you're kind of done with it. You've gotten the bang for your buck that you want to get out of it. At this point, you can just move on to shopping for your free travel. Okay, so quick note here. If the card that you get has an annual fee and you don't plan on using it after you get the sign-up bonus, do not cancel the card, okay? If you cancel the card, it's going to eventually fall off your credit report and it's not going to be building your credit score for you long-term, which in the grand scheme of things, if you want to keep doing the credit card game, you want to make sure that you're, you're building your credit score as much as possible. So don't cancel it. Instead, what you want to do is you want to wait until the second annual fee posts, okay? So the first annual fee hits when you get the card. The second annual fee hits a year later. When that fee posts, you're going to call up the credit card company. You're going to say, I want to downgrade my card to a no fee option. They're going to downgrade your card. They're going to give you that annual fee back so you don't end up paying that second annual fee. And then that card is going to stay on your credit report. It's a free card. You can just put it in your sock drawer, forget about it, but you don't lose the card from your credit report. Step five is to rinse and repeat. <laughs> so now the cycle goes on. I mean, you've got your points. And when it comes to actually uh, spending them and figuring out how to find these deals, that's a whole nother topic I could dive into. But the short answer is just go to the rewards center for whatever credit card you've signed up for to go to the place where you can look at your points, start scoping out places. I mean, just start typing into the search bar where you want to go um, and start pricing out like how many points is this going to cost me. And I just kind of figure out what the, the general pricing situation looks like for your particular uh, card. Now, one thing that I want to say here is like, why is this like almost free travel? Okay, so like, why did I still pay 20 bucks? Okay, it's, it's because the airlines are going to allow you to buy your whole plane ticket in points, okay, because like it's their currency, they're fine with it. But unfortunately, Uncle Sam doesn't accept frequent flyer miles. So the taxes that you pay, that's where the 20 bucks comes from. Okay, so the 20 bucks was like the taxes I had to pay to Uncle Sam for, for this plane ticket, but the plane ticket itself was totally free. Now, the bonus I got from my United Explorer card was more than enough to cover my entire ticket to Thailand and only pay 
$20 in taxes. And I had plenty of other points across all my other cards to get home, no problem. Now, the next thing you should do is click the subscribe button down below and check out this video over here where I dive into more credit card and personal finance cool stuff. I can't actually see which video it is though because I don't have my glasses on, but I'm sure you're gonna enjoy it nonetheless.